welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you feel better, be more confident, and get unstuck at 30. Welcome to the first solo episode of 2022. It feels so good to be back, and would you believe this is episode number 48? of the Turning 30 podcast, only two to go till 50. Actually cannot believe that there's been 50 episodes and almost 40,000 downloads. So thank you all for your endless support. I just actually wanted to say before I even talk about my personal updates and dive into the topic of this week that it came to my attention that so many of you listen to the podcast and don't actually follow me on Instagram. Now that's my main hangout where I'm posting stories all day, every day, or maybe not every day, but most days of the week, all about turning 30 related things, myself, my work life, my remote travel life, my everyday life, and lots of great content all about the topics that we discuss here. And most importantly, really cute pictures of my dog Chica who at the moment is really cold and always wrapped in a blanket. So if anything, you should be over on my Instagram page to look at photos of Chica. So go and check me out there. My handle is at turning30coach. The 30 is the numbers, three zero. So today's episode is all about turning 30 and harsh truths about friendships in your 30s. And this is the second instalment of a month or maybe even two months where I'm going to be focusing solely on friendships. It's something I've been really wanting to do for such a long time. I have been thinking so much about how important friendships are and how much it comes up in my coaching sessions and I have such important and in-depth discussions and coaching with so many of my clients on a topic that quite frankly doesn't get enough airtime and I've been waiting and waiting to record some episodes and I finally met Louise Rumble who runs a podcast herself called Open House where she talks really openly and vulnerably all about her therapy experience and also lots of turning 30 related topics as well and we connected and decided to do an episode on friendships and it was it was really wonderful it was just probably one of the most authentic and real conversations I've had over here on the podcast and we didn't edit any of it we both spoke about our personal lives and our friendships and our changing friendships I really recommend if you haven't managed to have a listen of it yet pop back after you've listened to this and listen to it it's the definition of girl talk imagining just sitting around and listening to two 30 something single girls talking about all friendship things so that's what kicked off the friendship content month and to give a little bit of a teaser actually it's not really a little bit of a teaser I'm just going to tell you what it is I have created a brand new mini course all about friendships and this episode is going to scratch the surface of some of the things in the mini course to give you a taste of it and hopefully encourage you to go and buy it. And I just want to give a little disclaimer slash warning 
that whenever I launch something new and I'm really excited about it, I use loads of adjectives such as amazing and exciting and amazing and it's really amazing and I'm more aware of it now so now I've said it out loud but be aware that I'm going to probably be saying the word amazing a lot throughout this uh, episode. Anyone who's a loyal podcast listener will probably have spotted that before and if not now you will because your brain will be going to search for it. So in today's episode I'm going to really talk about some of the things that Louise and I spoke about last week and just go a little bit more into detail with them and in doing them I'm going to talk about my personal friendships, I'm probably going to refer to some of my clients and the work that I do with them and I'm going to say that you may not agree with all of them and I want us all to bear in mind whenever it comes to anything like relationships that we all have our own personal experiences and Sometimes some of the things, some of the truths that I'm going to talk about today, maybe you won't resonate with every single one. But I am sure that if you are a listener of this podcast and you are an individual who is in your late 20s or your 30s or even older or even younger, you've probably experienced some difficulties in relation to navigating friendships. So I'm sure that a couple of these topics are really going to hit on things that have come up for you and I've really tried to make it about things that I know so many people struggle with and I always like to say this before I dive into something really specific you know who am I what's my authority to talk about this what's my authority to even be able to come here and show up and be in your ears today talking about friendship you know am I the queen of friendships are all of my friendships you know stellar and all of my friendships an example of what a friendship should be like and the answer is no you know as coaches we you know we're humans we're just regular humans also having very human experiences but what I do have to say is that I think in my life I've been in many new new situations where I have learned so much about friendships I have actively made lots of new friends over the past few years which I will speak about a little bit later in the episode and in general my work is a research project I speak day in day out to mostly women most of my clients are women and also my followers about these topics and friendship is a topic that comes up time and time again so I am confident that I have a really good insight not only into what you will think about friendships but also how to coach you on them on that note let me introduce the first harsh truth about friendships in our 30s and that is that although it's one of the most important aspects of our lives friendships is the one that is most frequently overlooked I know this is true because it is very, very rare for any client to reach out to me and say to me specifically, I'm having problems with my friends. People in their 30s don't focus on friendships because there's so much emphasis placed on career, dating, financial circumstances, lifestyle, health, exercise, all of the things, you name it. It is very rare 
for somebody to come and say, you know what I really want to work on this month? I want to work on being a better friend. You know what I really want to get better at this year? I want to get better at having boundaries in my friendships. It just doesn't happen. In the same way that clients don't reach out to me and say, oh, I want to become better at boundary setting. There are so many coaches out there, but I went on to see if I could find any coaches that were friendship coaches. I found so many dating coaches. I mean, I know personally so many dating coaches, many of which have been on the podcast. I also know loads of career coaches and mindset coaches and all of the things. And obviously there are a lot of general life coaches like me, but I only found one friendship coach and her specific target audience was friendships in your early 20s post-university friendships and it really made me think that this is a reflection of the fact that even though friendships are so important most of us wouldn't ever tend to them I believe and this is the harsh truth that friendships fall by the the wayside at 30 I really do I think that not enough people are focusing on friendships when actually friends are really really important. It's a topic that comes up in every single coaching package that I do, even if it's just for one session out of the 15. Because the truth is that when we're in our 30s, we start to be hyper-focused on all of the milestones and the friends are the first thing to drop away. And a lesson that I've really learned over the years, especially in the past two years, is that Friends are so important. Romantic relationships come and go, but friends are always there. And my happiest moments in my life, if I look back and think about some of the highlights of my life, some of the things that I've done that I will always remember, a huge majority of them have been with friends. And I'm sure that if you also were to do the same, that would also be true for you. So it kind of doesn't make sense. If friendships are so important, then why on earth aren't we focusing more on them? Why do we become so obsessed with being single and dating or getting that promotion or leaving our job that we don't like, but we don't say to ourselves, I'm actually feeling not fulfilled in my friendships or I'm feeling lonely, I'm going to go out and consciously make new friends. You know, One of the things that happened to me after my breakup was that I really had to take a, you know, a long, hard look in the mirror and say, during those four years of my relationship, I have amazing friends and I had amazing friends, but those friendships were not my priority. You know, they were there. I love my friends. I would still see them, but it wasn't the thing that was most important to me. And then when I broke up with my ex, I couldn't have survived without my friends. I was so grateful and so appreciative and so lucky that in the darkest of times when I really just needed support and needed my friends to be there, they were there. And some of my closest friends are truly like my sisters. I already have three sisters and some of my best, best friends I'm as close with or closer to than my sisters. And I know that's true for a lot of women who have a close group of girlfriends. So I think it's time we start prioritizing friends. And that is the reason that I decided to bring out this mini course because I think that it's really important 
to be creating content out there and coaching materials to help people to do this. And it's funny because I was chatting about this with a fellow coach the other day, a colleague, and she said, "Eh, why are you doing a course on friendships? That doesn't really resonate. Do you think it will even sell? And I was like, wow, that's because this is really, you know, in line with the harsh truth that people just don't want to focus on it. And I think it's my responsibility to educate and show why friendships can be so important and how learning about them and actively and consciously trying to change them can just improve all areas of your life. Really, every single one of them. Harsh truth number two about friendships in your 30s is that friendships in our 30s can be really challenging because they change a lot compared to friendships up until that age. Friendships in our 20s are very, very different from friendships in our 30s. And I think this is because up until our mid-20s, we do everything at the same pace. We're following the same path. If you really think about it, we all go through the education system in the same way. Most of us from a young age do some sort of extracurricular activity, you know, millennial the millennials listening, we all doing ballet and tap dancing and karate and all of those things. And we met friends there. We had our home friends, we had our, you know, our family friends, we had our then high school friends or secondary school friends for UK listeners. And for some of us, you know, I had my uh, camp friends, I used to go on summer camps. And we were all doing the same things. We then a lot of us went on into higher education and studied and had university friends. And then we all are on a similar path. We all, around the early 20s, we starting with our first jobs. And, you know, while some people do obviously study for longer, maybe some people go off on traveling trips and gap years. In general, I think until the age of around 23, 24, our lives all look pretty similar. And then at around 25, people start to make different life decisions and people are doing things in a different order and some people start to settle down and some people decide they don't want to settle down and choose something completely different. This means that the harsh truth is that many friendships don't manage to stay as they were before, especially at around the age of 30 when those gaps become most apparent because even in those mid-years you know the 26 27 28 still most people are you know I'm really generalizing here obviously but most people are still living a similar-ish style of life but at 30 you can have friends who are settled down and have bought a house and already have two kids and you can have the friend that's you know partying on a beach somewhere in India and everything in between Now, I just want to say, I'm not all doom and gloom here. I'm just being honest and saying how it is. Because I see so many clients who are struggling with this. And I think it's time we stop keeping it a secret. Because it's something we should be able to say out loud. That friendships do change when you're in your 30s. And it's okay. They are supposed to change. And on some level, I think maybe it's from... TV shows or I don't know our parents that 
we have been taught and told that our core group of friends, and I think for every single person that will come from a different stage of their life, depending on everyone's personal story, but the group of friends, your closest circle is supposed to just stay the same and that's it forever. In the same way that we have been taught, you know, you should get one job and then do that, you know, stay in that industry for however long. And it's just sometimes not true. And I think that it's important that we start to normalize that friendships can change over the years. And it's why my goal and my mission has has become to talk about these things really openly, bring people who are struggling with these things together. I say this time and time again, so if you follow me for a while, you'll know. I talk about how what I started to see when I was doing one-on-one coaching was that there are so many people who come to me and say, I feel really lonely because all of my friends are doing one thing and I'm doing another. And it goes both ways, by the way, because I had it's more rare that I have clients who experience this, which is that she was the only one out of her friends who actually uh, has a baby and all of her friends were still not at that stage and she struggled but mostly I see that it's women who who have friends that one after the other are all getting into relationships and settling down buying houses and getting married and getting pregnant and they're still single and I saw that I had so many clients who were some of them even living in the same city who felt the same so it's become such a big mission of mine to start community and to really almost match make friends and I think that it's a really good place to start for people to admit that friendships in your 30s aren't actually so easy and also to admit and this links back to harsh truth number one that it's important to designate time to think about these things and to designate energy to think about how if friendships are so challenging how can you make them better how can you work on it and what can you do to be able to surround yourself with people who are at the same life stage as you and who are interested in the things that you're interested in so 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 important and this is why in the mini course I've actually recorded a whole module with really practical and tangible advice on how to make new friends I think that's a question that I get asked the most from my next chapter community which is my course community and also from people dming me on instagram and they say to me I really want to meet new people and I really don't know how and I think it's something that must be conscious and something that we have to really want to do so in the mini course I firstly have a reflection module one of the first modules where I ask you to journal and really think about and question what your beliefs about friendship are what you really think about friendships what even that word triggers for you is it negative emotion is it positive emotion because it's really important to understand how you currently feel about friendships because if you don't feel good about yourself as a friend and other people around you and you've had negative or traumatic experiences in your friendships in the past very unlikely you're going to want to go out there and take practical action to make new friends at the end of the course so one of the last modules I finish it on how to make new friends in your 30s and later on when you've already worked through the other exercises this is the part where you go out take action and actually start to make new friends okay let's move on to harsh truth number three 
Most of us aren't naturally good at friendships and most of us have completely different standards and expectations in friendships. That's a harsh truth because there's no rule book for being a friend. If there is one, then I've never received it. I've never read it. But I think what happens is a lot of the time is that we think that we have these rules that we need to meet and that other people need to meet. And these rules are the expectations and almost like the morals that we think other people should adhere to. And when they don't, we label them as not a good friend or even potentially we're labeled as not a good friend. And these expectations can be really onerous and it can be the cause of a lot of conflict. And I see this a lot in really close friendships. I also see it in family relationships as well and also partnerships. And it's something in my coaching that I call the manuals. So you may have heard me talk about the Turning 30 manual, which I often talk to as the, refer to as the instruction manual for Turning 30. And I also talk about relationship manuals. So in this case, friendship manuals, which is an instruction manual that you have for your friends. So in the mini course, I do a whole session, a whole module talking about manuals and how to overcome them and really how to question and look at how you expect others to behave based on your beliefs about friendship and your beliefs about how other people should show up in the world. Because if we all started to be a little bit more compassionate and kind about other people's lack of understanding or let's not even call it lack of understanding, let's just call it other people's differences and based on other people's backgrounds and upbringings and personal life experiences, then we could stop to expect that everyone's going to always act in an honourable way or act in a way that we would deem to be the right way. Because the truth is there is no right way. So that's why I've included a whole session talking about friendship manuals. Really, really recommend that if you resonate with the fact that sometimes you feel that your friends let you down or don't act in the way that you want them to act, this is going to be really good material for you. The next harsh truth is linked to the last one because although many of us have these high standards and expectations for those around us and for our close group of friends, we also at the same time really struggle to set our own boundaries and show our expectations or set our own standards. And it's something that most of us aren't naturally good at setting boundaries, having conversations with friends, open communication and also confrontation. I think that's probably one of the beliefs, the limiting beliefs I hear the most from friends, from clients who talk about friends is that, you know, I'm not good at confrontation. I really hate confrontation. I want to avoid confrontation at all costs. And I think that's where we're going wrong. I think that we as a society of millennials who are being fed lots of information about how to show up in relationships, you know, romantic relationships, and to communicate our needs and to communicate our feelings, we definitely are improving to be able to sit down with our romantic partner and say, 
okay, I want to have really open line of communication because this is what's important to me and I think that this is the work that we should do. And I know some people still really struggle with that, but I do think it's becoming more and more common to have these open conversations, but not in friendships yet. I did a poll on Instagram last week asking if people talk to their friends about the changing friendships in their 30s and it was the smallest percentage of people it was 11% something potentially even less and it really made me think how we have friends who some of them have been in our lives for years and even those that have been in our in our lives for a short time we can spend such a majority of our social life with them and feel so close to them but the thought of sitting with them and saying this isn't okay, or this bothers me, or I didn't like it when you did this, or I would prefer it next time that you do this, is really low. We don't do it. And instead, what we often do is complain about it and talk behind our friend's back about it and maybe even talk to another friend about it. And I really think that the key to creating really strong friendships is to have these open lines of conversation and not be afraid to have conversations I don't even want to use the word confronting because I don't think it even needs to be confronting I just think it needs to be authentic and real and we lots of us have a fear it comes from a fear of wanting to please others and being really in tune with other people's emotions and a lot of us here I'm sure are highly sensitive and empathetic and really feel like we absorb other people's feelings and energy and therefore we do everything in our power to make sure that we don't hurt the other person and often when we do that we actually just end up hurting ourselves and I think boundary setting in friendship can be so amazing it can be so empowering and it can really just change the trajectory of a friendship and that's why I've also done a whole module in the mini course When I say a module, I'm talking about a recording, an audio recording, all about boundaries and all about how to navigate difficult conversations in friendships and to step up and say, no, this is a boundary for me. You've overstepped it. And next time I want our friendship to look like this. So if boundaries and saying no and people pleasing and being too in tune with others emotions is something that you struggle with then this content is going to really resonate with you harsh truth number five is something that I know a lot of my clients struggle with and I've been on such a personal journey with it and that is that sometimes when your friends hit milestones that you aren't you haven't arrived at yet you can have complex feelings about it that can stem from feelings of jealousy and frustration and negativity that isn't connected to how much you love and care for your friend but is connected to where you are in your stage of life and I see it time and time again the layers of emotions so it happened to me when close friends of mine have announced pregnancies at times when I've been going through a breakup and you feel instantly excited and sometimes maybe shocked and you know joyous and elated and all of those emotions and then comes another emotion of 
oh no, what does this mean for me? And it can make you feel really alone. You can feel really helpless, hopeless, defeated, anxious. You name it, I felt it. And then what happens is a third layer of emotion comes in. And that's guilt. Guilt for being the friend that isn't just 100% truly happy for her friend. And the answer is, it's complicated. And we need to recognize that in our 30s, when people are doing different things at different life stages, it's a really harsh truth that the emotional experience that we have in relation to our friends isn't easy. And it's definitely not black and white. And that is something that I feel really strongly about sharing as a message. And again, I've actually done a bonus episode, a bonus module in the mini course called how to navigate when your friends announce weddings and pregnancies. It sounds so ridiculous to have a whole module on that, but the truth is, is we struggle with it. I think a lot of us do. We get nervous about our friends, what I call going over to the other side, which is something that Louise and I talk about in our episode when your single friend meets somebody and you feel like you're losing them, the fear of being the last single person and all of the complex cobweb of emotions that can come up when you're in a group of friends and they're doing things that are different to you at a different pace and also when you're expected to show up as the bridesmaid or as the supportive best friend, even in the times when you feel like you cannot emotionally handle it. And this happens a lot, by the way. So if you're listening to this and you're nodding along, I want you to know, I really want you to know that you're not alone. There are so many people who are going through this at the same time, struggling to make sure that they're the really good friend, but also to make sure that it's okay. It's something that, you know, you can have grace for yourself for, that when your friend announces her big, exciting news, that you make it about you. We're all the main characters in our stories. We're not robots. So we're not always going to have these seamless emotional transitions when things around us are changing. Lastly, and I'm going to leave it now. I I had a few more, but as you can hear, my voice is getting quite hoarse. I didn't know whether to record the episode now, but it really, sometimes when my creativity comes and it just has to flow after me, I have no choice, even though... I have been suffering with a sore throat the past few days. So the last harsh truth that I want to talk to you about today is that sometimes we cling on to friendships because we're really scared to let them go and to admit that the friendship isn't serving us anymore. I see this a lot. I've seen it with myself and it's something that I've worked on endlessly over the years to become really good at recognizing which friendships are serving me and which friendships aren't. It's really hard because, again, society has signaled us that we really should be friends forever. We even have that saying, BFF, best friend forever. And a lot of the time, we outgrow our friendships. It's actually something that's really natural, in the same way that we outgrow our partners, in the same way that we outgrow our careers, and become new versions of ourselves and different people and life takes us on different paths it's completely expected if anything that 
some of our friends won't be on that path with us and won't be on that journey with us. And what can happen a lot of the time is we really try and latch on and we grab on because of what it means if we were to say, I'm not friends with that person anymore. What does it mean about me as a person? Am I a bad person? Am I a bad friend? Am I a bad human being? And the answer is absolutely not. You are, I mean, that's not true if you've done something really awful to your friend, but I'm going to give all of you some grace here and make an assumption that most of us are trying our best. And we, you know, if you're listening to this, it's because you want to have good, strong friendships and you want to show up as a good friend. And I think that a lot of the time, the thing that would serve us the most is to let go. And the harsh truth is, is that we don't we cling on for dear life. So this is a reminder to you today. And actually in the mini course, in the first, in the second reflection recording, I get you to do a friendship audit to look at your current friendships, basically to really look and reflect and become aware of how you are showing up in your friendships and how your friends are showing up for you. Because it's really important to see those those friends that you are holding on to or the friends that maybe you don't share the same values with anymore. So that's why it's really important right at the start of the course to do this audit and to be more in awareness. And that's it. That's all the harsh truths. I'm curious to know. You can feed back to me. I'm always available in my DMs to hear which of those you agree with and maybe which you didn't. I think on some level I have struggled with every single one of those at some point and I have coached even in the last six months on almost every single one of those topics with my clients. I am really excited about this mini course. The more I create content for it, the more I sit and think about friendships and how important they are, the more I really want to urge you and encourage you to really think about how you can become a better friend, not only just in terms of how you can show up to have those connections with yourself and others, but also what it will mean to you in your 30s, regardless of your relationship status, regardless of anything to do with work, how it will feel to be supported and be supportive and have those deep, authentic and meaningful connections that all of us deserve. And I think we're in the middle of a loneliness pandemic. Of course, the actual pandemic hasn't helped that. And friendships have chopped and changed so much during this time. Remembering that most people went into the lockdowns with a certain group of friends and maybe now have come out feeling very, very different. So I think that there's never been a better time to look at friendships and to look at relationships. And this mini course that I've created isn't going to just make you a better friend. It's going to affect your relationships with your colleagues at work. It's going to affect your romantic relationships and also your family relationships. Because not for everyone, but for many of us, we are, we have friendship style relationships with our siblings and our cousins. And I think it's just the material that I have included in it is really relevant for most areas of life. So, If you're interested in learning more about friendships, you'll be happy to know that this specific mini course is mini and it also comes with a mini price tag. 
So for the first month, I'm offering it to you for $30, okay? That is three zero, yeah, the Turning 30 Coach offering a product. Finally, for $30, and for those that operate in pounds, that is 22 pounds, and those that operate in euros is 26 euros. So a huge bargain, if I don't say so myself, and I also have completely over-delivered and packed so much valuable content in there for you. So if you want to learn more about how to navigate friendships and be a better friend and attract new friends, then I highly recommend going right now and buying the course. I have put the link in the podcast notes. You can also head straight over to my Instagram where it will be in my bio. And I'm really looking forward to hearing how you enjoy it. And yes, go out there and enjoy all your friendships in your 30s. So, so important. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I will see you on the podcast next week.